Erevin, Perik Yud, Mishnah Gimel, 10.3, and one more Mishnah on the topic of certain Durabanans being relaxed for the sake of protecting Kisve Kodesh, holy writings and other things from Bizayon, from being disgraced. So to understand our Mishnah, you have to remember the basic principle of Hotza'a, of transferring from one domain to another, which requires both the Akira, the setting into motion of the object, and the Hanacha, the placing down of the object into a different domain, meaning from now, it has to be the entire object which is transported. If only a portion of the object is transferred, so then you're only in a Durabanan territory. So Armish is going to be talking about someone who's reading a scroll. And a scroll, of course, can unfurl and span two Rishuyos. And the question is, can you pull the scroll back into your Rishus if it's now entering into a different Rishus in part? One end is in the wrong, a different domain, and you're from the one that the other end is in. So in general, the rule would be, no, you can't. You can't transfer even parts of an object from one domain to a different domain. That's an Isra Durabanan, not a Duraisa, because you're not transferring in, in its entirety. But we're going to be lenient and relax that Durabanan in the case of uh, Kisve Kodesh, like a Torah scroll or a Navi, etc., uh, because of the if you would leave that scroll open, span in two domains, so then you'd have the problem of, of Bizion, of disgrace to the Torah scroll. So the Mishnah says, the first case is Hayakara Besefer, Alha Eskupa. If a person had been reading a Sefer, it should not be translated as a book, it means a scroll, as was the time in the Mishnah. So you're reading your, you know, your Megillah or something like that, Alha Eskupa, and you're sitting on the Eskupa. The Eskupa is the stoop in front of one's home or in a building, and it has a status of a Carmelist. And the reason why it has a Carmelist status, as opposed to Shusha Yachar or Shusha Ram, is because this is always has to be at least three tefachim, more than three tefachim off the ground. So on the one side of the iskupa is the Rishus Aram, the other side, let's say, is the whole Rishus Yachid. But this is a domain all to itself, and since it's at least three tefachim above the Rishus Aram, it's not part of the Rishus Aram, and it's less than ten tefachim high, so it doesn't have the status of being its own domain, Rishus Yachid. Instead, it's something in the middle. So provided that it also has, it's between three and ten high from the ground, and it's at least... Uh, four by four tfachim on a side, because if it would be less than that, it would now be a makompatur. But from four by four tfachim, it's its own domain. But since it's between three and ten, it's a carmelis, neither Rosh nor Shusharam. And that's where you're reading. And one end of this scroll is going to remain in that carmelis, the scoop at all times. But Nisgalgel has say from Miyado, the other half gets away from you and rolls away from your hand. And so the one end is in your hand in the carmelis, the, the scoopa, the other end is in the Rosh so can you pull it back in? So again, normally Midurban now would be Asar because you're transfering partially from Rishus Aram back to Karmelis. That's forbidden. But in this case, since we're talking about a Torah scroll or other Kisvei Kodesh, some of the, say, one of the 24 books of the Tanakh, so now we're being lenient and say we say go low, eight low. You could roll it back to your. That's going to be okay. We're relaxing the Durabanan for the sake of the scroll. Now the next case is Hayakara Barosh HaGag, if one had been reading atop the roof of a building. So now this is a Rishos HaYachad proper. And unlike the previous case, when you're transferring from a Rishos HaRabim to a Carmelis, at most you're going to do a Durabanan. So if you would next time have the scenario where it totally got out of your hand, for argument's sake, and you incorrectly, illegally transferred back from the Rabim into the Carmelis, 
the skupa, that's only a din derabanan, so we were leaning to the previous case. But in the event where you're sitting on a Rishos Yachad proper, so now even though transferring from the Rab to the Yachad half, in part, is only a derabanan, you could really learn the wrong thing or do the wrong thing and next time do a full transference of the rice, and therefore we're going to be strict. And we're not going to allow you to simply transfer from something that's in the Rishos Yachad proper back to the Rishos Yachad, as we'll see in a moment. Uh, similarly, if you, in the previous case, if you were sitting in the Eskupa and the scroll rolled so far away from you in the Rishos Yachad that there was a whole Dalad Amos distance spanned in the Rishos Yachad, so then the Tanakhama himself also would not allow you to roll the scroll back, even from the Rishos Yachad to the Carmelis of the Eskupa, because you'd be transporting part of the scroll, Dalad Amos, Rishos Yachad, that's Havara, and potentially Asr Madurban. In this case, it's only, it's only a... Um, I'm sorry, potentially Isra Doraisa. In this case, it's only Durabanan because it's attached, but therefore, since something, a Doraisa could happen in a different, if it's similar scenario, even the Tanakam would hold in that case, you cannot bring it back to you. But here back on the roof, you're in the Shusayachid, Venezgagla, say from Yado, one end of the scroll rolls away from you, down off the roof towards the Rishusayachid. Ajla Gila Saratvachim, if the far end, which is dangling, has not entered within even 10 Tfachim from the ground of the Rosh Hashanah. So then, Golo Eitzlo, no problem at all, you can roll it back to you. And the reason why is simple. The Rosh Hashanah only extends vertically up to 10 Tfachim off the ground. Beyond 10 Tfachim off the ground, we saw many times, certainly in Mesach HaShavos, um, it's, it's called a Makam Patur. And so you have one end of your scroll on the Rosh Hashanah on the roof, the other end of the scroll dangling in the Makam Patur, no problem at all, so you can roll it back to you without any fear. But, once the end of the scroll, the far end is now within 10 tefachim off the ground, now you're kind of stuck potentially because you'd be transferring from a Rishus HaRabim to a Rishus HaYachid. And although it's just a Durabanan because only a partial transference, only one end of it, still, of course, it could come close to being a real Doraisa if you transfer the whole end by itself. And therefore, we say you're now stuck. You cannot transfer it. Instead, simply hofcho al haksab. You simply turn it over onto its onto its face. I mean, if it's you're sitting on the roof, so you're going to turn the scroll so that you know the back of the scroll, the unwritten part, faces traffic, and the written face of it faces towards the building. And and that way, it won't be so disgraced. Because um, the idea is being now we can't pull it back. We want to sort of protect the dignity of the scroll as much as possible. So we'll turn it over on its face. Um, normally, that's not the, not permitted. That's also considered a disgrace, by the way. In other words, if let's say you're writing, nothing to do with hotza. If you're writing a sefer Torah and you need the ink to dry, you can't turn it upside down to protect, you know, whatever dust from falling on the ink. No, you can't do that. That's considered a disgrace. Um, you are allowed to sort of cover it in a sheet, and that halacha is extended to us halacha lemaisa. Um, that says you're not supposed to leave your farm open, right? You can't leave your farm open because it's considered disrespectful to the books, and certainly you can't turn the safer upside down to hold your place. That's also considered to be a disgrace. Here in the Mishnah, we're allowing that, uh, but only because it's just the better of two options. Upside down covered is better than exposed, but still not considered very nice. Um, so therefore, you ought not, you may not turn your Sefer Kodesh upside down to hold the place. Instead, if you don't want to close your book, um, because let's say you have a lot of books open, you're working, you want to go to Dav Minch, let's say, the din and Ramah Paskins is to, you know, take a sheet and cover your books or something like that to keep them respectfully covered um, without having to close them or turn them upside down. Now, everything I said 
is only is is needs an important qualification. The Gemara asks, wait a second. If you're sitting on the roof, on you're holding the scroll on one end, and the other end is dangling um, within ten tefachim of the ground, but it's dangling in the air, so that far end hasn't come to rest. It's not resting in the Shosaram. It's just, I don't know, it's in, it's in motion and play in the Shosaram. And that being the case, there's not even a possibility yet of a Doraisa under any circumstances, because you have to do both the Akira and Hanach, you have to set it into motion. And here it hasn't come to rest, so it can't yet be, be ne'ekar, can't be you know, sent to motion yet. And therefore you wouldn't have an issue of a potential derise, and therefore it should be permitted even the way we described. And the Gemara concedes, yes, indeed, that is true. And therefore um, the Gemara adds, the Bartonor brings us, that there's a chsurim there are certain words missing that should be like imputed in or read into the words of the Mishnah to make full sense of it. And we're going to have to have a case where... Um, the scenario where you can't roll it back and must leave it, you know, even face down till after Shabbos is going to be a case where it has come to rest, and that will be on a slanted roof. So it's like, it's you know, the roof is, it's come to rest on the side of a slanted roof, and it's within ten tefach on the ground, so it's, it's in the Shosarab at rest. But dangling in the air would not be a problem. And that's what the Mishnah, let me read you the Chesur Mechstra first, the missing words. So you should read back into the words, B'medavar Mamurim, when is it true that you can't roll that scroll Back now, that's within ten tefachim of the ground. That's shimigila sar tefachim aslagol outslo. That it's forbidden to roll it back to you once it's within ten tefachim of the ground. Dafka b'mikre shakosel shel habayis hayav meshupa. It's specifically in a case where the wall of the house is at an angle. So it's either you call it an angled roof or an angled wall. The point is that the scroll is sitting on the slant. And the far end of the scroll is at rest on the slanting wall or slanting roof. That's you can't bring it in. Um, but if the case is of a mikra shel kosel she'enu meshupa, if you have an un, un, uh, unangled building just dangling in the air, so then, you, yes, indeed, may roll it back to you, even if it is close to the ground. And, in fact, that is that is, um, our, that is the Shita of Rabbi Yehuda, who is the author of our Mishnah. And, therefore, the Mishnah continues on to say that, because Rabbi Yehuda, Yehuda holds, the reason why, if it's just dangling, that it hasn't touched the ground, you can roll back to you, if it's not leaning on something. Even if it's not removed from the ground, anything more than the width of a a needle, meaning just a hair's breadth, as we would say in English, in the idiom. I mean, it's, not, it's very close, but not touching the ground. Golo, Eitzlo, you may roll, roll back up to you, up on the roof, no problem, because as long as it hasn't come to rest, in the Rosh so then there's no Isra Torah to bring it back to you, and therefore it's just the Rabbanon, and for the sake of the covet of the scroll, we'll let you bring it back. Um, once it's come to rest, then you have to turn it over. And Rabbi Shimon's going to disagree. Rabbi Shimon's going to be even more lenient. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Afilu Ba'aretz Atzmo, even if the far side of the scroll is sitting on the ground in the Rosh and the near side of the scroll is sitting on the rooftop with you, in your hand. It's, it's, so you've got Half Rishus Ram, half Rishus Yachid. So that certainly is potentially a Doraisa because you're transferring from Yachid to Rabbin to Yachid. You could be next time. 
So even then, golo eitzlo, we let you roll it back to you. She'ein lechadavim shum shvus omed bifnei kisvei kodesh. Because Rabbi Shimon holds that since ta- this in this case it's just a derabanan, you're transferring a partial transference from rabban to yachid. That's only derabanan. That's not going to be a good enough reason that derabanan won't apply in a scenario where we're protecting the honor of of kisvei kodesh of holy writings. Now the halacha is not like Rabbi Shimon, it's like Rabbi Huda. So you, once it's come to touch the ground, you no longer, or slanting on a roof top or side wall with intent to on the ground, you no longer can roll it back to you. Um, but uh, if it's dangling in the air, you certainly could.